The piece of music we're listening to in the background is the main theme from podcast sitcom Wooden Overcoats. Today, we'll break it down and look at some of the insights into why and how it was made. You're listening to How I Make Music, where behind-the-scenes musicians get to tell their own stories. Every Wednesday, we break apart a song, soundtrack or composition and get into the insights into how it was made. My name is James Whittle, composer, performer and conductor from the UK, and this is How I Make Music. We gather here today to celebrate the life of Stanley Jessup Carmichael. Wooden Overcoats is a podcast sitcom about two rival funeral directors. On the one hand, there's Rudyard and Antigone Fun, siblings who rival themselves at times. You really have no concept of what good service is, oh, do you? I'd love to disagree with you. And oh, I'm doing it's it now. It's attention to detail, Rudyard. It's how to run a business. You wouldn't know. We get the body in the coffin in the ground on tight. And then newcomer to the island, Eric Chapman who has a fantastic presence and everyone falls in love with him. Hi, sorry to keep you waiting. As you can imagine, it's all go here. Mr Mayor, it's a pleasure to meet you. Eric Chapman, there's some chocolate truffles in the bowl there. Help yourself. Ooh, 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 lovely. Would you like the tour? I'd love to... They compete for funeral business and a lot more on the island of Piffling. It's kind of satire comedy of uh, small islands and village mentality. A village just can't sustain... Two funeral homes can end. You could be right there. But you know what could sustain two funeral homes? No. A town. A town, you say? But also a very nostalgic uh, and affectionate take on um, sort of rural living and community. And lots of lovable characters too. Now don't get me wrong, this is a great village, but I think it's going to be an even greater town. And I want to help you do that in the only way I can, with a funeral home. The Wooden Overcoat's main theme appears at the beginning and end of every episode. We hear the motifs from the theme throughout the show's soundtrack to represent siblings Rudyard and Antigone, and I had quite a lot of fun with the little jingle dim ba dum at various points. It's often there, even under the surface, you might not always notice it. One of the influences on Wooden Overcoat's main theme is a piece by composer Trevor Wishart called Beach Singularity that was written in 1977. Take a quick listen. The piece is actually a live performance that takes place on a beach with brass ensembles and electronic recordings all at the same time. Victorian music hall songs. Uh, all combined with brass playing uh, at the same time. Quite a noisy, almost absurd sound, uh, which I love. I was drawing on these left-field, avant-garde, experimental compositions to try and get that sense of the absurd, uh, of satire, of something a bit off-kilter. We have in Wishart's piece even dogs barking... So there's a lot of humour, there's a lot of chaos in this piece. 
Wooden Overcoats is set on a fictional Channel Island, so one of the key musical influences was the theme tune from a British sitcom, Allo Allo, which is set in France and features lots of very bad accents, very tongue-in-cheek. Take a listen. The theme tune has this um, da-da-da-da, sort of rising fifth. There's a little quote of that in Wooden Overcoats' theme too. The Wooden Overcoats theme moves up and down in quite large jumps. It's that stuff which for me harks back to 1920s operetta, which is very expressive, all these big jumps up and down. Here's an example from the 1920s operetta The Student Prince by Sigmund Rumberg. Sounds very romantic. I wanted a little bit of that kind of nostalgic feel in, in the tune. From somewhere The Wooden Overcoat's main theme was recorded live with a group of four musicians, plus a conductor. And part of the challenge for me in writing the soundtrack is to get the most out of uh, the minimal means. So even with just four musicians, how could we have, you know, a bass and some harmony and a melody and make it all sound engaging? We wanted to work with live musicians. We wanted that that raw sounds that you get from live instruments. Uh, that's really the joy of music making for me is working with other people. It might not be a perfect sound. Uh, the drums are quite rough and ready, and that's maybe partly to do with how we recorded it anyway. But for me, that makes the, the piece represent the show better. <laughs> what have we done? It boggles the mind. Because it, it... the fun twins are not the most organised or necessarily boggle, straightforward boggle, <laughs> of characters. Unhinged, Georgie, attack. Okay. No, 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 no. The ensemble for this piece is not your average. You don't often combine a mandolin, cello, drums, and an organ. And I had a lot of fun writing for that combination. But it made sense because we needed an organ to represent the funeral aspect of the show. We wanted a mandolin for the folk part. The cello was added as a sustained counter melody to the mandolin's theme. Uh, and also as a bass line, um, but it's a bass line that is its, is its own melody. And the drums, of course, we needed something that, that gave the whole piece a bit of pep. You know, I've worked a lot with musicians and it's about uh, trust. And, you know, actually, because I'm the composer of this music, my job was to bring it to life. I was first approached the show in early 2015 by producers, directors, John Wakefield and Andy Goddard. So I went away and wrote six or seven ideas at the piano, and I I scored these out. An organ was an obvious choice to be in the piece with the association of churches and funerals. When you walk into the concert hall, you see a large hexagonal space 
with red chairs and a bright wooden floor. It's a big resonance space uh, with you know, tall white walls and more, uh, and at the very end, in the centre, is the organ. So it has this magnificent sound. It's wonderful to play in. And it's also a very bright light space, you know, with the wood and the, the chairs. It's almost cathedral-like. You have a sense of expanse. I think you can hear that in, in the sound. I was experimenting with different options for very chromatic, dense chords. That had a, a twisty sound. Or a really crunchy sound. Chords that move outwards and up and down at the same time, just by semitones. To land on this final chord in the piece, which is a, in a completely different key to everything that's gone before. With the drums, we ended up with quite a rough and hectic sound. A mandolin plays the lead theme in this piece. A mandolin would have that lightness and stand as quite a stark contrast to the organ and the drums. Noggins is a, an expansive, melodramatic song, very sincerely felt. Take a listen. This piece in the episode, uh, Noggins' funeral, and it's a celebration by the whole village for this one person who no one really seems to know. When I was given the lines for the song, I just, I just laughed and laughed because uh, the writer had included all of these uncertainties. You know, we think this, or we, we, we've been told that you're this, and unsure of really what, what it's singing about. Almost seems to, to, to change track. I have a love of barbershop music. I grew up singing in close harmony groups and choirs, and I've always enjoyed the humour, the naivety, the kind of the, just the effortless, joyful f fun of it. And so I definitely wanted some of that close chords that move very lightly up and down in stepwise motion. It gets quite claustrophobic sometimes, barbershop harmony. That's about it for this week's episode. We'll listen to the full track in just a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you listen. We've been listening to music featured in the audio sitcom Wooden Overcoats. To hear the full story, or to check out my other compositions, follow the links in the show notes. 
Visit howimakemusic.com for bonus behind-the-scenes stuff related to this episode. How I Make Music is created by John Bartman. For experiences that keep people listening, contact John Bartman via the show notes. And now, here's the Wooden Overcoat's main theme, a playful and quirky dark comedy soundtrack in its entirety. My name is James Whistle, and thanks for listening to How I Make Music. We'll catch you next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>